Body shaking, feels so good to me. When we're out in numbers, I want you one to one. You're not like the others. So good, you're looking so. You're looking so good, and I'm talking to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pear Pod, the juiciest podcast. On the internet. How are we doing? Um, as you've probably noticed right now, like Sam, you've clearly switched things up. You'd be correct. I am now, um, basically, my office was originally a bedroom. It is now open for business in terms of welcoming in guests. Uh, we had Merrin's friend to stay at the weekend. And now the room is prepared for future guests so i have a bed on this side bed on this side i'm just straight down the middle notice the memorabilia has made its way to the the wall of fame thank you to my mother for mailing over the signs that i decided not to bring because they'd be too bulky and now i have to figure out a way to get them home again at some point but for now it creates a beautiful atmosphere so big week actually had a uh a very interesting morning. I uh, so if you know if you know me and you're in the Marbella area, if you're uh, you're training at M13, which is the gym that I go to, the weekend after a, a UFC, you'll probably see me just uh, you'll see me down at the the bags that they have down there, the old boxing bags, and slip up a cut, right hand, roll, you know that <laughs> TikTok. Um, but yeah, I I usually like to go in and fucking uh, do some boxing after the weekend and just. You know, I usually have a load of energy after that. So uh, that's what I did on Monday. And I don't know what it is. And anyone who works on a... Uh, or who trains on a boxing bag will uh, will know this or will have seen this before. But I was I was working away in the heavy bag. That's where I am. My heavy bag is my space. Do you know what I mean? So give it some respect. That's my area. I'm hitting the bag. Fucking assault in the thing. You can hear the... Just across the gym. Um, and I'm fucking working away. Like, so... This dude, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, this dude. Every time I, I go to work in the bag, it's like when I start, he's like, oh, fuck this cunt. He thinks he he can he can hit the bag. I'm going to go hit hit another bag right beside him. And so, first of all, I come in with my own gear. I got my own, my own gloves and all. Myron got me uh, gloves for my birthday. So I come in. So he managed to like, go straight past me. He picks up the other, ba- the other gloves. And then... Um, just just starts milling into the thing and it's just weird and then like naturally like looking at him like fucking like Floyd Mayweather being like oh, he's so exposed I just come under the top of him and then I'm like age age but it uh it's just weird and then so he starts like backing up like like finding range like into my area and I'm like so like I'm here, like I'm not, I'm not I'm I'm trying to explain how close it is it's like if, if I decided to back up two big steps, I'm hitting into them. And there's five or six bags all the way down that he could be using. So, anyway, I'm working away and I'm listening to some pretty fucking intense tunes. So at some point, like, anyway, at one point, he, he goes to take a break and he, like, rests and he just walks back and he walks straight into me. I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like, you're sorry, my friend, sorry, my friend, sorry, my friend, sorry, my friend. And I was like, yeah, you, you will be sorry to find that range. Anyway, 
I just don't know what that is. But uh, yeah, I'm looking tasty out there. Uh, looking really good. YouTube boxing, which we will be discussing later because there are some revelations. Um, but it is it is quite a big week in terms of uh, announcements, in terms of combat sports in general, but a few of the bits before that. Um, I originally decided to not bring my PlayStation to my bay. Um, I was like, look, it's uh, quite heavy to bring. It's like, really, so you can be doing work, you don't need to be on the PlayStation. Like, And since I've got here, I found that that little hour between like finishing work and like, like going for dinner and like finishing up the night, that little hour I just missed just fucking just playing a little game and just relaxing the mind a little bit. So um, if people don't know, Facebook Marketplace is an absolute... It's ooh, it's an unbelievable thing. And uh, I, I bought my monitor over there from Facebook Marketplace for like 70 quid. Some guy was like, I'm, I'm about to move and I can't bring it. And there's, there's anything you need, you can pretty much pick up. So I looked on, uh, on Facebook Marketplace and there's a PS4 for like... 180 euro so i may be giving kelly a text actually i did give her a text and she got back to me so we're going to see if we can uh strike a deal and then sam be back online because it's a uh, it's just good crack and it's good uh actually hold on a second let's get my water how unattractive it is when i drink water Okay, uh, <laughs> let me see. Yeah, so I'm going to buy a PlayStation again because I miss it and I enjoy it. And uh, I, I can see myself in here just cruising a couple of games of like Spider-Man or something and just getting head going. Kev, who I used to, one of my roommates, one of my best friends. Uh, he uh, used to play Red Dead Redemption a lot and I just want to fucking just do that. I heard Red Dead I. I heard Red Dead Redemption 2 is fucking sick, so might invest in that as well. Um, in other news, uh, in terms of visually impaired, in terms of work, we had a, a very exciting week. The uh, the band that I've done a lot of work with, my boys Don't Tell Mum, they dropped their our second music video this week, or last week on Friday. Uh, this one was very different to our first one. Our first one was very, uh, our first one was very scripted. We were trying to tell a story. We had an actor and stuff and, uh, very like location based and everything was very, uh, it was, it, it was much more like a, a film set versus, uh, I, I guess the thing I love about music videos or the filming them is the kind of like that kind of atmosphere that you just kind of create in, in, in the room with like the audience or with the actors or whoever's there and just kind of shooting like that. And I think we kind of, due to the fact, one, we don't have a huge budget or any budget. Um, and like we're just at limited resources at the time. We It was kind of last minute. The guys just needed a video to go with it. So we ended up shooting it in uh, Jordan's house, which is like a two-room uh, house right in the middle of Dublin, uh, in Dublin City Centre. It's, it's fucking sick. It's in like the shadow of the Crow Park. Very Dublin. You, if anyone who watches the video, you'll see it's it's it, it. I love that it like epitomizes Dublin in lots of little shots, and then um, 
It was sick, man. It's I, I love though. I love the jobs where you uh, you you make. I I think I think I thrive in an environment where we need to make the best of of what we have. I think that's where I'm at my creative. It's so weird. I feel like I'm at my creative freest at that point when I'm trying to make something out of nothing versus having like a a, a huge budget where you can kind of do whatever you want. You're like, well, if you can do whatever you want, like, what are we going to do? How do we possibly choose? But with this man, it was just get a load of mates in, two setups, one outside, one inside. Let's do the performances, get the, the crowd involved. And uh, it was fucking sick, man. At, at the time shooting it, I knew we had something good. I don't think the lads were as confident. Um, I don't think the lads were as confident in, in it just because they were like, they were lit, obviously. Do you know what I mean? They was like a party atmosphere. And no one could kind of see what we were getting except for me, but uh, it just it, it it looked great, and I'm really happy with the final product. So, um, I'm gonna link that video. Um, maybe I'll give you a little a little clip of it here, so you guys run the clip now. So yeah, that's the uh, that's a, a little clip. But as you can see, we got a. In terms of lighting and stuff, I I think we did a remarkably good job considering, um, especially the outside shot, and inside looks fucking class. I think th there's so many little bits you can kind of little Easter eggs we tried to put in, of like uh, just funny stuff. If you if you pause and you'll see like different kind of stills, and it was just because we had so many people giving it socks, we had so much good content. So. Thank you to everyone that came on the day. Um, we're definitely going to do more. The lads are actually playing Vicar Street on December 30th. Uh, they're opening for Aslan, which is fucking huge, man. It's going to be crazy. Uh, I think I'm going to be there. We're going to shoot some stuff uh, for that. And I'm fucking buzzing because like, Vicar Street's fucking iconic, man. You know, it's a... Uh, I remember Ed Sheeran said like, um, Baby, you look... Perfect tonight. He uh, he was doing a tour and he was like, Vicar Street is like one of my favorite venues to play, like in Europe. He was like, it's it's so iconic and the the atmosphere creates, I guess, the layout of it just creates like it's very like on top of you. So the lads are gonna fucking rock the shit out of it. I'm buzzing. So yeah, I'm gonna link that video below. I'm very proud of it. And um, it's definitely some of my best work to date. Um, which seems to keep happening. I keep uh, seem to be doing better work and better work as we keep going, which is the definitely the trend you want to keep. So that is very positive. Okay, let me see. Oh yeah, I actually just saw this. This is just huge. I'm a huge admirer of Gymshark, right? One, their gear is sick and obviously all that stuff. But two, um, you see so many businesses. This is no dig at like influencer companies. I work for an influencer brand and like a brand stemmed from an influencer's platform. But when you see someone like uh, a Ben Francis who started from nothing with no real following and obviously used influencer marketing, but also 
um, just uh, like straight up passion and having such a great eye for the market and what the market was missing kind of built Gymshark into this this fucking huge brand. Do you know what I mean? It's a global brand now. And um, I just saw there on LinkedIn. Um, actually, by the way, uh, get at me on LinkedIn. Get at me at LinkedIn, you know, because uh, I put up a lot of shit there. And actually, it's, it's actually semi-useful. You get so much bollocks, though. So many people just message you about, Sam, are you fulfilling your potential over at, uh, is it, is it Blue Main? Blue Main? Look, man, I just, I'm such a huge fan of, of y- your work. And I think, I think you do some cool stuff. Do you have 15 minutes for a talk or a chat? And, and then they try to give you like a, a, t- a fucking 10 quid Amazon voucher for your time after. And it's just, I, w- I'd be much more into LinkedIn if there was much more like natural, um, reach outs that aren't just like sponsored posts or like um people looking for data or whatever. Um, but yeah, I saw on LinkedIn that Gary Vaynerchuk just is just announced on the board of Gymshark, which is that's like it's so funny. Gary Vaynerchuk's popping up everywhere, man. And like, um, since I got into like the crypto space more, since I've pretty much gotten into like just internet and money and where all that money like where where money's being made i've seen guy vaynerchuk at like the rise of pokemon and obviously he was in early on like uh uh what's it called nfts which are huge now like crypto punks i don't do any of that shit um no offense to it i think it's it's such a great system or whatever um it's just uh, i don't have the kind of uh, income to be able to like risk it like that on on art so, um, but Guy Vaynerchuk popped up there as well. Do you know what I mean? I see him posting. I, I follow him on Twitter. I see him posting about that all the time. And now he's in on the Gymshark board. So the guy's smart, man. And like, he's, he's the epitome of someone who he, he goes where, or he, he aligns himself with successful people. And, and he, he, he clearly offers something like the Vayner media, like that whole branch of his company is going to be so useful The Gymshark, man. And build, I'm sure that the reason Gymshark are doing it is to try and build a more or a bigger US following and just continue to grow in the US just because they started in the UK and they kind of have, um, I, I guess it's harder to break the US and Bukhari's going to be perfect for that, man. So, Jesus. I'd say fucking, I wonder if like Christian or like Alpha Lead owners or any other brand that like do fitness clothing, I wonder if they look at that and go, fuck. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I saw their new gym. Looks absolutely sick. Crop this into a penis. That'd be funny. Um, yeah, man. I wonder if they look at that and be like, "Holy shit, man! There, these lads are these lads are cruising." Do you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's great, man. Ben Francis seems to be like just making the right moves and bringing the right people in at the right times. Um. So yeah, credit to him. Great to see someone doing well. Okay. Now look. This next segment, I uh, it would it, some people are gonna be like, Fool. I'm a huge fight fan and the fight the the fight industry in general, the fight business. And um I've I it's been impossible for me to not talk about or it's been it, it's getting too hard to not talk about these two fellas because they keep popping up in the in 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 the fight business and the the fights that they're doing are huge and they're some of the biggest pay-per-views of the year so i saw something 
online this or this week saying that Logan Paul is going to fight Mike Tyson in a boxing match. Now, if that's true, I don't know who uh, if if people know, but I'm sure people do that. Mike Tyson, like last year, he fought Roy Jones in like an exhibition fight. And he fucking, Mike can still throw. There's zero, zero doubt Mike can still fucking throw hands hard. Maybe not the way he used to, but the last thing to go in fighting or as you get older as a fighter, and obviously he's old as fuck, um, but is power. You keep your power. Um, your chin goes and obviously your stamina, your cardio, all that kind of stuff, but your, your power is still there. And you see Mike on the bads, the guy can still hit. Now there was lots of lots of stuff said about the Roy Jones fight about him uh, about that fight being rigged or there being an agreement that uh, no one like throws to the head or throws with intent to the head or something like that, which um I, it just it 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 ruins if it's true and like I wouldn't be surprised I'm sure dirtier stuff has happened in the fight business, but it goes against everything that both of those lads stood for and i know they're old but don't fight then do you know what i mean like no one's interested in seeing you guys do something at 50 percent or 80 percent or something it's just not what we like the whole point of the fight business is you don't know what's going to happen next and if you guys both know you're not thrown with intent to the head then that that aspect is gone so um but yeah in that fight he still threw the body so hard man so if this is true um first of all fair fucks to Logan Paul, obviously the money and all that shit, but I remember me and uh, Kev um, when we made some home chatting about, like we would talk about being like, would you get in the ring with Mike Tyson for like a million quid or whatever? And he'd be like, oh, he'd be like, Jesus, a million quid. Like he'd be like, and and like we'd be talking, like, oh, would you go in there and you just like, yeah, you just take it, do you know what I mean, for the million quid. But now like, it, it's, it's very different when it's on, it's there in front of you, do you know what I mean? And it's the guy and like, the thing with Mike, man, is he's got this, sometimes I feel like if I met him he'd be like was it like he'd be like he's on shrooms and like proper chill and like smoking weed and all and uh, that kind of mic I think sick uh, like, what, that'd be so cool to meet him he seems to be like very uh, like conversational and in tune with with his emotions and stuff and isn't afraid to be vulnerable but like that other side of him that you see on the podcast come out sometimes because he's like I'm fucking it's cause I'm scared man it's cause I'm fucking scared and you're like, man, anyone who's got that kind of conflict inside, who's got that kind of darkness in them, and obviously it's Mike Tyson, do you know what I mean? The guy's a f- literally a trained killer. Um, if if he, if something comes out at him and he's like, let's fucking do this, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that if they did decide to do this, there's no way Mike Tyson is like, yeah, I think he says we're doing it 100% if we do it, because... It's not Roy Jones. There's no respect there, I don't think. I think if they were going to fight, I think Mike would almost go into a mode of, like, it's disrespectful for this guy to think he can get in the ring with me after how long he's fought for. Um, and this isn't Floyd Mayweather, do you know what I mean? Like, Logan fighting Floyd Mayweather, he was never getting knocked out, do you know what I mean? Floyd doesn't knock people his own size out. So there's no real danger. Go in there, dance around. If you do, even if you, like, it's the same as, like, Connor. do you know what I mean? If you go in there and you perform, if you even hit him, people go, Jesus, fair play. And he did better. He did hit him, and he went the whole way with him, so... And um, that was definitely when this, but this though, like Mike, uh, like, I would, I would 
be very, very surprised if it, cause it, would, it would be like eight rounds or something like that. So like, it's not like it, it, there, there's going to be tie ups and it's going to be in tight. And Mike is just, if he could get his stamina back and he seemed to like, he got through the fight with Roy Jones. He got through it all. He wasn't obviously he was heavy breathing. Obviously he was tired and stuff, but he was moving in that fight and you need to go back and watch that if you, if you haven't, because um he was in good shape, man, for his age. So I don't know, man. I think it would be very interesting. I think it would be some scrap, man. And uh, i definitely watch it out to fucking take my money. Like, the only thing is, I don't want there to be any... It would ruin it for me if there were stipulations and bullshit around it. If they went in and actually fucking scrapped, I'm very much into that. And fair fucks to him for doing it if he does. Um, you're a fucking braver man than I. I wouldn't, like, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't fucking do that. Uh, so yeah, if he does a fair fucking play, we'll see what happens. I'd be uh, I'd be putting my money on a, on Big Iron Mike. To be honest, uh, I don't know if I just don't like. I don't know. I no one knows how hard Mike still hits. Do you know what I mean? In terms of like taking it, like I, I don't know if Logan's been in the ring with someone who who quite hits like that. So let's see. But on the other side, you've got Jake Paul, uh, who is Logan Paul's brother, who's also been very busy boxing, who has a, he's had a number of fights in the last year, so he fought uh, Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, who's like, ben, Nate Robinson, who was a former NBA player, um, that, that was a bullshit scrap, it was just one of his first ones, it was just like a little celebrity scrap, then he fought Ben Askren, and knocked out Ben Askren, Ben Askren, who was a wrestler from the UFC, he's like 40 years old, um, definitely not a striker, so that wasn't, there wasn't huge uh, anticipation for a fight there, some people did, but I, I am, um, I think the w- the nature the way that Jake can uh, the the resources Jake has to be able to just put his life into boxing and have a full team dedicated to him and stuff versus Ben Askren who just wasn't in it was play he plays ultimate frisbee stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, he got knocked the fuck out uh, in the first round, and then uh, Jake went and fought Tyron Woodley. And Tyron Woodley, like I don't care what people said, that's a real scrap. Do you know what I mean, Tyron Woodley? former UFC champion, knocked people the fuck out with his hands, definitely a striker, former um, wildcard boxer, oh, he fought um, uh, when he, he boxed when he was younger, so the guy has boxing experience, it just, uh, it obviously was on a bit of a slide in his MMA results, but that's against like, uh, the best in the game, in in his division at the UFC, so, uh, there was, I was like going into that man, Jesus, if he beats Tyron Woodley, obviously Tyron Woodley has a problem pulling the trigger right now and stuff, but, Man, fair fucks. You went in there and fought him in his third fight. They, you fucking, his third pro fight. You fucking shake the guy's hand. That's respectable, uh, and that takes balls. Um, and he won, won by decision. He did take a couple, um, but he won, and he did. He deserved to win. He la- uh, landed more shots. Tyron, like he would land one big one, but other than that, uh, he just didn't throw enough. Like, which just seems to be a, a theme with that fella. But listen, right, this is just... So obviously, he, Jake's a bit of a marketing genius or whatever, but now he's going to fight uh, Tommy Fury, who most of you will know from uh, from Love Ireland. He's like, Molly, what have I done? What have I done? No, you were nasty. Uh, he he won Love Island. Did he win Love Island? I think he won it with Molly May. Well, he got close. He was up there anyway. He's one of the f- the favorites on the show anyway. And then uh, we, you heard on the show that he was a boxer and obviously found out he was Tyson Fury's brother. And then he leaves Love Island and goes back to boxing. And I think he's 7-0 as a pro right now. 
Um, and on Jake Paul's last fight, he fought on the undercard against Anthony Taylor, who was an MMA fighter and Jake's training partner. And uh, Tommy, man, it, it, so he just, I, honestly, he he just didn't look great, to be honest with you. And to be in a camp with Tyson Fury and have him as your brother, you can't help but compare the two. And uh, he just doesn't, he, he didn't look as good there. He said he was a little gun shy on the day and he was a little, um, obviously his dad can't travel with him because of like legal stuff. He can't get into the States. So, um, yeah, man, he just, anyway, he fought, he won, he won by decision. Um, it wasn't anything to write home about. And then uh, time kind of goes past and then Jake kind of tweets and says uh he offers Tommy the fight and it's there happening it's happening do you know what I mean? it's happening December 18th which is soon like and then um, Jake's put in the contract so basically I wasn't interested at all well not not interested at all obviously I'm interested um but the the things that have come out after it that Tyson and John Fury have both said that if uh if Tommy loses um he should give up boxing and that they'll like disown him and shit and like obviously I don't agree with with that kind of shit. Like he, you're his dad, but like, um, it is like the Fury family are a fucking proud boxing family, and like the traveler community in general. Like fighting is Im- and respect is important. So, and you took the scrap, and you're fucking the heavyweight, the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, uh, brother, and you uh. That 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 means that means something. Do you know what I mean? You need to be able to beat a fucking YouTuber. Do you know? And uh, I think that that's I think that's crazy. Um, but basically, it came out after that Jake has put in the contract that Tommy has to legally change his name to Tommy Fumbles if uh, he loses. So here's what I'm saying, right? It's it's such a tough, and Jake's done such a great job in making it impossible for Tommy to go either direction because if you don't fight him you're a bitch you've turned down a million quid or whatever he's getting for the fight so why would a boxer turn down fucking money take the fight you're a fighter and you get to beat up a guy free easy money right you know what I mean you get to beat up a guy that hasn't been boxing very long and is a fucking YouTuber and a bit of a mouth and you're you're a trained boxer you know what I mean so you should be able to flatten this cunt Um, I'll tell you what Jake's going to beat him. I'll tell you why. There are a couple of things come out before and that Tommy is going to be trained by Sugar Hill, who trained Tyson Fury for his last camp. He's a cron- he's the Kronk trainer. Uh, he's the head trainer at a Kronk, which is a very abrasive, spar-heavy uh, kind of ch- gym. It's how Tyson uh, trained for the second two fights against Wilder, where he had much more success. And knocked him out both times, you know. Um, so that Tommy's training there now, and Tyson says he's going to spar with them and like train with them. So if that happens, see, this is what I mean. He's supposed to have been doing that already, and he, he hasn't shown improvement. So I think the issue is, is is Tommy likes his composure under the big lights, and what Jake's going to do is he's just going to get Tommy so emotional, I think, and uh, and then Jake just has no issue performing under pressure. He performs. Do you know what I mean? You can't argue that he performs every time he's been there. So, um, I don't know. That's a bit, it's tough for Tommy, man, because now you're like, fuck, man. Like, you can't help but think, what if he fucking beats me? Like, I just went four rounds or six rounds with his sparring partner and I couldn't get him out of there. And, like, Jake's bigger and, like, he's more my size and, you know, me longer. 
and he's gonna be training hard and he's confident like fuck what am I losing my, da- my dad fucking disowns me and I'm Tyson Fury's brother I need to be beating this guy so like lots of little nuances that are interesting um, but I, I yeah man I just I don't know I don't know what way it's gonna go it's so soon it's great that it's so soon and that they're not waiting too long Um, so I'll be watching with uh, I'll be watching keenly Um. So yeah, I'm just going to restart the recording and then I'm going to talk about the Lazy UFC. One moment. Okay, so Lazy UFC. Um, this weekend, UFC 268, Covington versus Uthman. Uh, it was a huge comment. It was Madison Square Garden. Um, it was only one, like the fifth event they've done in Madison Square Garden, I think, or something like that, a very small amount um, because MMA was illegal there for so long. But uh, it was a crazy card, man. The card was so good. I'm going to talk quickly about Ian Gary. Um, some of you will know who Ian Gary is. Some of you won't. Um, quick backdrop. Well, I suppose most of you are from Dublin or from Ireland, so you should care. Ian Gary is an MMA fighter from Dublin. Um, he only picked up MMA recently or like last four years, and he fought in Cage Warriors um, and then won the Cage Warriors title. And um, got a call up to the UFC, and last week was his first UFC fight, and it's in Madison Square Garden against a, like a real dude, and uh, yeah, man, I I learned more that the UFC does such a great job telling the story of of like their upcoming fighters, and they uh, you t- you hear Ian Gary's story about like he got um dropped by his team who was Chris Fields. If people don't know who Chris Fields is. He was on uh, the Ultimate Fighter, which is like a reality show for the UFC ages ago. He's on like season one or two. He's an Irish fella. Anyway, Ian trained with him and then uh oh sorry. Um and then uh just before his title fight they dropped him. Now I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but from my perspective, like if they said it was a money thing, like Ian's about to make so much more money when he goes to the UFC, do you know what I mean? Like keeping him he he would have been your golden goose. Like so I don't know the ins and outs, but it must have been pretty bad to bail on the kid before his fucking title fight it's a bit dirty anyway he goes in there without a cornerman without a team and he uh he batters his bloke five round fight and he wins the title and he goes to ufc and uh last weekend um he basically it was some it was a great fight man he went in there he said he was a little uh said he was a little gun shy said he was a little intimidated by the lights which is totally respectable it's fucking madison square garden and um, but the way he won the fight, man, so he, in in classic Connor fashion, he uh, he's like standing up. Uh, your man has just been coming in. He's reaching the, the his opponent was just reaching a lot with some of his shots and with his big loop and left hand. So Ian just fucking leans back as long boys like to do is lean back, pop, uh, bang on the chin, just pops a little right and um, knocks him out, man. He just, when hits him right in the button, your man goes out and... Uh, yeah, man, he fucking he fucking wins by knockout in the first round, which is just huge for him. Uh, the crowd went wild and all, and then he did the uh, the Connor line to the crowd after. Um, we're not here to take part. We're here to take over. Um, would have been nice. I I hope he doesn't go too far down the uh the Connor route. Do you know what I mean? Like Connor or referencing Connor in all his content because be your own fighter. Do you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, Connor, you can't help but like draw similarities, but. Do your own thing. Be your own guy. Um, the the beauty of Connor was that Connor was it, it, Connor is 
shamelessly himself. Do you know what I mean? Love it or hate it, he's himself. And uh, that's what people like get invested in. So be yourself. Don't try and be Connor 2.0 or try and do what he did or anything like that. Just be do what, do what you do. Um, but fair fucks to you, man. You're, you're doing Ireland Pride. You're the next big thing coming out of Ireland. So keep going. Have you on the pod one day. Um, so yeah, the other big fights, obviously it was a stack card, but I'll go to the, uh, the Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler fight. Uh, man, it was fucking awesome. Uh, it was sold as like a barn burner and it, it delivered the two lads. Like it was impossible not to because the two lads are good wrestlers. So that usually negates the wrestling and they just stay and they just stand up and fucking crack. And you just, Justin's just too good at that, man. Um, since he's gone to Trevor Whitman, he is, uh, uh, Trevor Whitman is famously does one-on-one training versus, uh, like camp training where you're training lots of fighters, um, purely because he thinks he can like offer more detail and, um, go more in depth, stuff like that. Anyway, Trevor Whitman actually had three fighters. He had the three main biggest fights. Three of his fighters were fighting in those cars and they all won side note. So coach of the year, Trevor Whitman, but, um, Justin just looked, he, he looked very, uh, he looked very polished and um, his, his shots were very clean. He clearly identified the shots that were going to work and he was able to adjust when he was in there. Um, Chandler looked good as well, man. And look, Chandler's a dog and um, he took a lot of damage. Uh, but I was surprised he didn't try to wrestle more. Obviously, Justin's wrestling defense was very good. But in a three-round fight like that, um, it's very easy for the fight to get away from you. And I think in the, the third round, Mike was like, fuck, I'm down to, I need to go out and chase it now a little bit. And he tried to turn it into... Or just stand there and and bang and and Justin was fresher, and um, he hadn't had his legs beaten as bad as Chandler's had and uh, yeah man great fight, uh fair fucks Justin Gaethje for the title next I think after uh Dustin and Charles Oliveira fight, and that's a that's that's a fucking great fight fair play to you uh Justin that was unbelievable, and uh, yeah man Chandler had to go to the hospital after I think uh Justin went as well. But Chandler's face looked fucked up, man. Uh, he he does this thing where he he loves to change levels as he's coming in, and then come over the top with a like a big loopy left or right, and uh, he started uh, ducking into Justin's uppercuts, and Justin throws an uppercut so hard, man. He puts everything into it. You can hear him. So, ugh. so he uh, sliced my man pretty good, you know, and. Yeah, I, I was fucking very impressed. Obviously, the fight just delivered. It's good, it's good. It raises both lads' stock, do you know what I mean? Um, obviously, Mike's lost, but like that's a great fight. It, I saw him try calling out Connor, where I'm like, here's the thing. I think Mike is the the perfect kind of matchup for Connor if you're looking at Connor from Connor's side because he's shorter, do you know what I mean? Obviously, a good wrestler and stuff, but like it, it, it reminds me a lot of Chad Mendes. Um, and I, I think if Connor like, I don't know. I think it's an interesting fight, but I think Connor's beaten a lot of guys like Chandler before, and I think it's the guys that are a little longer and a little ranger who have boxing as well, who uh, really can give Connor some problems. But interesting fight if that does happen. Um, in the main event, uh, Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman fought uh, for the second time. The first time they fought, it was a, it was a cracker man. It was it was a cracking fight. Um, one of the fights of the year. And 
this one was a little different. Well, not a little different. I suppose they they stayed in the feet again, and um, pretty much for the whole thing. Um, and Camaro just looked since since they lost fought Camaro's moved to Trevor Whitman as well. Um, and Camaro's striking just looked very clean, very powerful. He was choosing his shots. I think Colby Colby. Um, usually the way he likes to fight is he likes to be on the front foot and like. And bring the pace and kind of force you to like to crumble, and um, but this time he was on the back foot for most of it, and Kamara clearly had the power advantage. So, uh, yeah, man, it, like obviously Kamara knocked him down twice in the second round. Other than that, they kind of just went back and forth. Colby won some rounds, no doubt, but um, he never really looked like he had Kamara in trouble, in my opinion. Um, which leaves you actually. Uh, this was nice, right? So at the end of the fight, Colby is obviously a notorious shit talker and like talks a lot of shit and said he hates um, um, Kamaru and all that shit. And he's always talking shit, but he uh, it's also known that it's kind of an act and he was forced into that kind of role because the UFC said that uh he wasn't um popular enough. Uh, so he had to kind of create this this uh, he had to kind of create this character. Um, to keep him to keep his job, and he, uh, you can kind of hear at the end of the fight. He goes, you can just hear like muffled, and he's like, um, "Glad I can make you some." Or I'm trying to make you some money, man. I'm trying to make some extra money. I'm um, just trying to help you out, and it kind of comes in and out. But like, he drops the he drops the act there for a second. It's a nice little peek into the the guy Colby is, and the commentators made reference to it and stuff as well. So I was like, "Nice work, fellas," and um, yeah, I was a. Uh, I was very impressed by the whole card, man. And then, uh, kind of on the side, just a little, a little bit of boxing. Uh, Canelo fought Caleb, uh, Caleb Plant on Saturday for all the belts. Um, and it was kind of the same kind of deal that has been with a lot of Canelo's fights, where, um, clearly he's the more powerful guy. I think Caleb Plant did well, kind of staying long. Um, one lads, uh. One lads was saying that he, it's very similar to when Canelo fought Mayweather in the extent, yeah, to the extent that uh, when, when they fought the first time or when they fought, uh, the only time it was like everyone kind of agreed Canelo was a little younger and maybe a little inexperienced, and if they fought now or they'd fought in five years ago, Canelo would be in a very different position and that would have been a very different fight. So, it looks like that was the same case here. I think Caleb Plant has potential to obviously come back win the belt again he has a lot of time left on his side but geez man Canelo hit so fucking hard do you know what I mean it's insane and um, his hooks to the body his hooks to the head uh, he's just so dangerous and then when he smells blood he just hunts you down man. like I feel bad for like Plant when he gets up because out of anyone it's it's almost pointless getting up if you're like fuck like he's coming at you. You can see as soon as the thing, as soon as he stands up, uh, Canelo cuts off the ring, supports him into the corner, and finishes him. So, um, wasn't a great fight. Um, I think it's only because Canelo's just so dominant. So I don't know what happens to him now. Someone who's smarter than me or knows boxing more than me would be able to tell me. Um, but like, I I just don't know who gives him a problem right now. But I'm very uh. I'm very keen to continue watching him just beat the shit out of people. If I'm perfectly honest, uh, because he has a he just has a be- just has a beautiful way of boxing. I just love watching him boxing. It gets me uh, it gets me juiced every time I w- every time I watch him to think like 
those Triple G fights are obviously so good, and like he's really the only one I've seen to be able to, uh, like, take the shots and also give them back, and obviously hit Canelo, and like, um, I'd, I, I, yeah, I just don't know if there's another one of those, so we'll see. Um, a couple of UK guys, a couple of British lads, I'm sure we're giving me a, a good go, and um, we'll see if that happens in the future. But other than that, I think that is everything. Um, go and check out the, the music video with the lads if you wouldn't mind uh, love to hear your thoughts definitely going to be doing more projects um, with them going forward as I said we're actually um, a little exclusive for the PearPod listeners actually before I don't know I'll say this first um, we're going to be releasing it. I, I went in and shot some behind the scenes stuff when they were recording the song and um, we got a very interesting insight into how you make music how they make music um, and I, I've, I personally find it very interesting so Go follow them on their socials, man. And you can uh, you can check all this shit out. It's fucking sick. Finally, if you all wouldn't mind, uh, on your computer there or on your phone or whatever, if you go into it there, there's a big uh, red red and white button to subscribe. Uh, I want you to look at that button. Some of you will um, have a little D at the end, which means you're already subscribed. So you don't have the D. Some of you need the D. So touch that button in a very respectful, polite way. But do it forcefully. Do it with some urgency. Um I wanna hit a hundred. This is absolutely mad. I need twenty-five. I need 25 people. I need 25 people to subscribe. Just make a couple of fake accounts and subscribe. I don't care. No pride. There's no pride here. I think we've uh, we've identified that. I ain't doing this for the uh, the vanity, but triple digits will be huge. Um, I'm gonna get rich off uh, cryptocurrency, so I won't need this. I'll be able to do this for fun. I'll continue to do it just for you guys. Um. But until then, I've been Sam Bars. I will definitely do one next week. Um, I'm working on guests. It is difficult because most people speak Espanol. Come on, that. I do not English, no. And so it's hard to do a English podcast. But I'm working on it. I'm going to get more people on. A uh, lot of interesting stuff coming up. Subscribe to my socials. Follow me on Instagram. Link with me on LinkedIn. Just kidding. All right, lads. Cheers. I'll see you next one. Boo!